Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, what are we talking about today? Well, I'd like to teach you your colors, Jeff. Oh, great. How are we going to go about that? Well, it might be hard if it's phone. (laughs) Via via podcast. (laughs) Maybe we should describe shapes. (laughs) You know, I haven't met an adult who, well, actually, I I do know a colorblind photographer, which is an interesting Hmm. choice of career, but I haven't met an adult who really doesn't know blue and red and brown and things like circles and Uh, triangles. Most three-year-olds tend to know those things without even trying. Well, you know, I had an interesting conversation the other day with a children's book publisher who was talking about the concept of concept books. I didn't know that, I didn't know what a concept book was, I, but now I know. There are these they're books, often board books, but maybe picture books, that teach the shapes or the colors or up and down, um, things like that. And... Most of them are pretty boring. <laughs> Some of them uh, are trying to take the topic and make it funny, so they become funny because the story is funny behind it, not because red is necessarily funny. Um, but he was saying how great these books were and how smart they made kids and how, and I just happened to suggest that maybe we didn't need any concept books on the planet. <laughs> And he countered and said, but they're one of the best-selling. Oh, well, if they sell books good. that we publish every year. And he said the parents and teachers and grandparents love them. And I said, well, maybe the parents, teachers, and grandparents are in the wrong and that we don't, they're the ones that buy them, but maybe we could spend the kids' time better and never read them a concept book. And the conversation went from bad to worse at that point. <laughs> Does that mean your next book isn't getting published? No, no, it wasn't my publisher. Oh, okay, good, good, good. It was a random somebody else. Just a random publisher out there. Out there. Um, for Put this in your notes for a future episode idea. I would love to re- recreate that conversation with that publisher on this podcast at some point. Um, if that person would be willing to, to join us, I think that would be a fun conversation to have. I think we could both behave ourselves um for the conversation, but um, we don't need to do that. I hate those books. So uh, I, I do kind of like the book called Where is the Green Sheep? Because the sheep is so funny. <laughs> it, it's probably teaching colors, but it, it's, it's, it's just a, a random part of the book. So the sheep are just funny where they are, and kids will enjoy the books because if the book is funny enough or, or the pictures are interesting enough, then they'll find the book an interesting one. But it it is strange to me that we pick on certain things, like colors and shapes particularly, and opposites. He said to me, what about opposite books? I'm like, what about opposite books? 
He said, how will children ever learn up and down and near and far unless we have books with these concepts? <laughs> and I was almost at a loss for words because how do children learn language and concepts anyway? I mean, I've never seen a concept book about furniture, for example, but how do they learn chair and table and bed unless we had a book about it? <laughs> how do we learn things like floor and roof unless we had a book about it. Did, um, did you ask him how, uh, how, how kids learned those things before Gutenberg and, and invented that printing press? Because um... Yeah, well, <laughs> that, there's a lot to that. I mean, literacy is a pretty recent thing in the human mind, but acquiring language is very ancient, and, and it's hardwired into young children, and they learn colors, and they learn shapes, and they learn the furniture, just the way they learn anything, through living and through hearing the language and through soaking it up like a sponge. So I don't know why we focus so much and why we proudly say, well, he knows his colors. She's ready for kindergarten because she knows her shapes. Well, <laughs> well she knows a lot of other things, too, I would yeah, hope. Okay. That well, is part of it this, this desire to, to show off? I mean, you got to have something to show grandma when you go to visit or... Or, or, or show the neighbor know. that I'm your kid is sure smart why, or, or whatever it is? I'm not sure why certain ideas, certain concepts are considered to be so hard that you actually have to have books about them and teach them in ways that you don't with other things. Um, and, and for example, the alphabet. Um, I hate alphabet books, <laughs> but I do think it's important to learn the alphabet at some point. <laughs> so if a book is the way that child likes to learn it the most. I, they have no plot, because by the time you get to XYZ, it's just completely, there's never any good words, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it's boring by then. Um, a, a book should have a story to some point. So there's many, many ways to teach some things like the alphabet. But other than that, other words, opposites, up and down, here and there, dirty and clean, I mean, I, I can't imagine how a child could not learn those words just by being alive. Yeah. Um, so don't worry if you, you haven't bought the whole concept book series and that you don't have the opposite book in the series on your bookshelf. Your child will learn those things without it. And, and a, lot of, a lot of those are like toddler books with the, the colors and shapes and those kind of things, but they, they carry this whole whole idea, I think, into, into books for for older little older little kids, um, for like preschool age, with all the books where the they 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 just beat you over the head with the idea that sharing is good or or it's important to take turns and all this kind of stuff. These these again concepts, yeah yeah, and and you know what draws people to books is like you said, good stories. Show me something that has a an interesting story and and some compelling illustrations and it's gonna be something children are gonna enjoy. And and you can you can bring in some some nuance. You can you can you can have a theme there, but you're not beating them over the head with it like Gallagher with his hammer on a watermelon. Right. And that's another thing that, that um children are programmed for is stories and storytelling. So Use language, tell stories, um, but they can learn things without these concepts. Um, so I'm sure that, that the, the concept board book industry will still churn along quite happily without. Oh no, we're br we're bringing them comments. down. We're bringing them down, yeah, we're not Heather. Bringing with this, them down. With no. But if you're worried about, um, okay. you know, 
I think it's the will my toddler get into college fear. Um, yeah. Whether they want to go to college or not, reading them the book about shapes when they're two is not going to really make or break things. So I think we can all relax, and if you have a book with funny pictures and you have one with a good story, read it. And if it's just telling you the difference between blue and pink, well, they can look around and see those colors. They can see that leaves are green. They figure it out. The other thing, they get so, those books are so boring to, as the adult, they're so mind-numbingly boring to uh, read with a kid that you just, you, you lose the joy of that of lap books. time of books, of, of, of reading with them, and kids sense that, and that has an impact too. I, I know with, uh, with, with my kids and then the grandkids and all the, all the child care kids through the years, there were some books that came into my presence that I, I just like, nope, can't read that one to you because that's, that's just not a good book. And I tried to weed those out, but, you know, every once in a while somebody brings something from home or something. And, and, and so just when it comes to reading, pick, pick good stories. And then yeah. everybody has a much more enjoyable experience. And don't feel bad about it because um, there's, childhood is only so short. And there's only so many books that they can even fit in in their lives. And usually kids like the same books over and over. So make sure the books you have are ones that they like, you like, um, that actually have a story in them. Um, and don't worry about, about the colors. The colors come it's through living. Gonna, gonna so take if care you want to teach them the colors, take them outside and show them some colors. But they will probably tell you the names instead of the other way around. If you haven't been outside for a while, um, outside is full of all kinds of different colors. It's amazing. And shapes. <laughs> yeah, there's there's colors, there's shapes. In fact, yeah. there's a lot more shapes outside that yeah. are more interesting you, you, you than might, the ones in the book. <laughs> you might you might notice a smell or a texture now and now again again too if you go outside. It's Ooh, it's just amazing. You mean not from a scratch and sniff? Book, yeah, but yeah. A real smell. A, like a an, an, an a not plastic surface, those kind of things. It's delightful out there. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we should wrap this episode up and uh, and 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 go outside. Yeah, before we get too snarky on, yeah. on the subject. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Throw those books away. Um. This has been the Renegade Rules podcast. Um. You can keep the books if you want, but um. We'll be uh, well, back. I would say recycle them. Recycle them. If you give them away, then other families are going to read. Yeah. Them. Somebody else is going to be tortured. Do we need to read them at all. Yeah. Somebody's going to be tortured by them. Put them. Uh, they'll they'll get made into a park bench or something someday. It'll be fine. Um. <laughs> this has been Renegade Rules. Back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. We appreciate you. Bye bye. And. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.